I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking with Debbie Mitchell, one of the faces of hope for this year's American Cancer Society's Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. And she's been telling us about the resources that she was turned on to, and she was able to turn other people on to, uh, the caregivers, for example, who needed help, through, and they got that through the American Cancer Society. Tell me a little about you, Miss Debbie. Um, work in accounting. Okay. Uh, you know, I've been in it. I was in financial planning, got tired of it, and s- took a step back. And so now you're in accounting. Uh, and that's where I'm going to be till I retire. What, and, is, what does that mean you do? I work in uh, bookkeeping. You know, I take care of day-to-day receivables, payables. Mm-hmm. Make everybody happy. <laughs> That's an important role. <laughs> Give them a paycheck. Yeah, we love Debbie. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so, uh, and you said when you retire, and you, did you start to say a time specifically? Two years. Oh, are you looking forward to it? I'm looking really forward to it because yeah. it just, I just want time. Then I can spend my time volunteering more with the American Cancer Society and at the hospitals. Mm-hmm. Just giving back is what I want to do. You know, people have given a lot to me, and I want to give a lot back to them. And you say you want to give back because they became involved in your life, or you became involved with them how long ago? American Cancer Society got involved in my life 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. I was diagnosed with HER2 positive breast cancer, stage 3, and I really needed guidance. Mm-hmm. And they were there. They gave me the information I was looking for. I had to go through several trials and tribulations with chemo, radiation, surgeries on top of surgeries, Mm -hmm. um, reconstruction. Then you get side effects from all of these things that happen in your life. Yeah. Lymphedema, neuropathy. What is lymphedema? Swelling? Swelling. It's because um, your lymph nodes are taken. I had 18 lymph nodes removed. Nine came back positive. Positive for? Cancer. Okay. So what they have to do when you have that surgery, they keep removing lymph nodes to till they get a clean margin. And then once they get that, you're, you're, to them, you're good to go. So the but, lymph nodes, why are they important? The lymph nodes... I know you could do all of this medical term now. You know all of this stuff now, don't you? <laughs> no, I don't. I don't know it all. Um, that's the reason why, um, again, American Cancer Society helps you find that research. You, and it's all free. Yeah. It's free guidance. Yeah. You have connection with other sur- survivors yeah. that give you this information. But lymphedema, it, it is caused swelling. You know, you have to have those tissues and that muscle to generate fluid. When you don't have it, your your limbs swell. Uh And so you do have to go into, um, you may have to get what they call a sleeve. People will understand that it it tightens and it keeps it from swelling. Okay, gotcha. So So you didn't know any of these terms going on? I didn't know anything. You know, when getting your mammogram. Right. And you're looking at, they come out and said, we need to do another test and another test. So I had seven biopsies, and that is enormous amount of biopsies to have to take. And then to get back to come to you um, and say, 
I'm sorry, but you have cancer. You know, you're just, you're devastated. You don't know what to do, when to do it, or how to do it. That's a reason why you have to get, you you acquire a team. You acquire a team of doctors, surgeons, your oncologists, your friends, and your family to help you through all this. It's important to try to get a little information ahead or ask someone. Yeah. And I was fortunate enough to have that happen for me. When you heard those words, you have breast cancer. Had you had an inkling with all the tests ahead of time? Did you? I knew in my heart ahead of time because I found the lump myself by self-examination, which every woman should do. If you don't know how, ask. Ask your doctor. They will be certainly be glad to help you. Mm-hmm. Um, and then there was some discoloration. So going in, I knew there might be an issue, and that was okay. But until they told me, until they said the C word, cancer, I just wasn't going to go there with it. Yeah. You know, I wasn't as shocked when I got it. Yeah. Cried that one day, never cried again. Because I was going to fight and beat this. And that's what I've done. So, I, you know, I encourage every woman to keep stand strong. Pray about it. It will get you through your family. Ask for help. Like what? Because women often find it hard to ask for help. What kind of help were you able to ask for? I know women are afraid to ask for help. but A, a lot of people are. But... My thing was, is I wanted to know why I had it. Why, why me? I did not have cancer in my family. So it was rather, you know, it's like, how do you get it? What's mm-hmm. going on? Mine was a um, hormonal, hormonal base. So a lot of women have it, and it's based on your hormones. Yeah. So you fight a battle there, especially if you're a young woman who is childbearing age you run the risk of not having children Mm -hmm. so and it's devastating to them so they have to take the um, choice of do I take estrogen blockers or not because you want to stop your estrogen from creating what they call magnets for you know that makes the cancer grow whoa so you want to help um, people understand that I wanted to understand it. Yeah. So um, I asked every doctor, every every appointment is going to explain it to me. You know, give me a little more information. Look, at, you know, they warn you, don't look anything up on the Internet. <laughs> but it's good to go to American Cancer Society and say, hey, do you have a pamphlet on this? Or do you have someone I can talk with, mm-hmm. you know, get some information and they do. And then if you need a support group, there are support groups out there for you. Mm-hmm. Um, actually, the even the YMCA offers support groups for women with survivors, mm-hmm. you know, and women who are going through um, lymphedema re- rehabilitation because you have to take, you have to go through series of exercises to get your movement back in your arms. Oh, wow. So um, it takes a little while. It's it's baby steps, but you get past it, and then you just 
really look forward to the every year is a, every year is a celebration, but you're waiting to get to that first five years. Why is that? Because it's a big, it's a big moment. Cancer, reoccurring cancer, if you're going to get reoccurrence, you would get it with usually within the first five years. If you get past your five years, not saying that it won't, you can't, but it, it can happen again. But it's just a celebration on that fifth year. And then every year thereafter, it's a huge celebration. And for me, this 10 years, it's like it's my birthday, you know. <laughs> I'm I'm just ex- so excited to reach 10 years. Yeah. You know, cuz I never thought I would make it, you know. Cuz when you do hear it, the you don't know if you're going to make the first 6 months. Mm-hmm. It just it's so every moment, every day is important to a person. And I I'm thankful to be here. I'm thankful to be a face of hope for 2022. There is beautiful ladies out there that deserve more than what I can give them, you know. So I ask people to donate. I walk, ask you to donate. I want you to, because they deserve to have the same treatment as I had. Mm-hmm. You know, everybody has has something that they just can't make it through. And I want them to know that you can make it through. You pray about it. Get with your family. If you if you don't have someone to reach out to, I ask you to reach out to me. I I say call me. I'll be glad to talk to you. I'll help you walk through it. You know, and there's plenty of also there are plenty of sites on Facebook. There's actually a group for her two positive breast cancer group, which I fall into that category. So every woman that is diagnosed with that, they can go to that Facebook website. They will ask questions or did you have this? How, how did it affect you? Would you recommend this? Mm-hmm. There are a lot of questions after the fact. You know, of course, you get the cancer removed, but your journey is not ended. You've got to go through a series of um, maybe chemo. Maybe radiation, maybe both. That was my story. Mm-hmm. But there's a lot of things you need to know about reconstructive surgery, you know. And if you don't have no one to ask or if you've not been there, those groups are very helpful. You know, how did you deal with it? Um, you know, because some women are very, you know, it's very hard for a woman to lose part of her body where you've been told that's it, that's important, you know, that feeds your child or mm-hmm. you're not whole. You are whole without your breast. You're going to make it. And if the people love you for, it's not what you look like. It's it, people love you for what you are in inside of what you are. And you give back and it'll tell. Time will tell for you. So for the people who didn't have a support group, you didn't at first until you reached out to the American Cancer Society or they reached out to you and helped you figure out how to start putting your team together? I reached out to them. Um, actually, I'll let me step back. I had a friend who um, introduced me to American Cancer Society, and I went to one of their um, 
it was a breakfast. Um, it was their kickoff for, you know, making strides. And so she invited me to go. And that's how I met the most wonderful group of people. I, I mean, it was just wonderful. I cried several times there because it was so new to me. And I just couldn't imagine because my journey was starting, you know, and um, I just met, introduced myself. They invited me in. I went and got the information. So I was very excited about that. So to me, if there's someone there and you hear that they have cancer, tell them, tell them all about it. Tell them where to go. Tell them, you know, contact. You know, ask questions. Don't be afraid to not ask questions, you know. Um, and you may not feel like you have a support group, but you have a huge support group, you know. And I just try to tell people, pass it along. Give back. Just keep giving back. There's In what way? Giving back, reaching out to reaching out to the ladies or, or men. Because um, we're both, we don't escape it, men and women, mm-hmm. but you need to give back. And um, Are you talking about, uh, for what you've been given in your life, give back to places like the American Cancer Society or people who are um, needing the help? I, both. Yeah. I want people to be able to search out for a, a support group if you need it. Yeah. Um, if not, Go call American Cancer Society. They will guide you, help you find a support group, or they can let you contact a few of their women. I'm open for that, um, you know, and I always tell people, call me if you want to talk, you know, because even after years, you still want to talk to women, share with them, mm-hmm. you know, because everybody is interested in your story. You know, even through all the faces of hope, ladies, I'm interested in their story. You know, how'd you find it? What stage were you? You know, what did you have done? You know, did you have surgery? Did you have chemo? Did you have radiation? How did you get help? How was your support? There are plenty of things that we do need to correct. You know, we need to find not just sources for the cancer patient themselves, we need to find sources, more sources for the caregivers. They need support like we need, we got support, yeah. you know, and um, sometimes I've met people in my journey that um, they've had to go outside of the state of Tennessee to get the help. Mm-hmm. And I'm going, that, that's, that's got to stop. We're going to, we're going to make this change. Yeah. You know, to so get like what kind of help support group f- for a caregiver like your husband, you know, most women, you know, if you're the ones going through it, you have your doctors. Yeah. And so they're giving you the information, you know, but your spouse or your significant other, they don't know where to start. They right. don't know how to take care of you. They don't they don't know how to. Find out what your needs are, Mm -hmm. you know, and I've had a gentleman recently, um, his wife being diagnosed, he said, every time I tried to help her, she got angry. I'm going, 
that's to me it's sad you know i'm going you shouldn't i mean yes you're devastated she's devastated and you don't know where to reach out to and i just feel like you should be able to reach out like i reached out or somebody say hey look here's a group get together you know because your caregivers need that support too they're going through it with you Mm -hmm. so they they're feeling your pain I've heard it called a co-survivor. Co-survivor? Well, I I don't call them co-survivors. I guess they are, you know. um, To me, they're they're my caregivers. They're they're the the love of my life or my family, you know, my friends. But they cared enough to be there with me and support me any way they knew how. It gets emotional for them and... They don't want to show, they don't want to break down, show their feelings because you're going through it and they just want to, you know, be there for you. Be strong. And be strong for you. And to me, it's just like, I worried more about my husband than anybody. I was so afraid. I'm going to survive. I'm going to make it. I have people, you know, pushing me. I'm good. You know, I got good prayers, but I was so worried about him, you know, because I just could see him breaking down and that emotion taking over. And it was like, I'm going to be fine. Take care of, take care of my caregiver. Mm -hmm. Take care of the love of my life. Mm -hmm. They need it just as well as I do. So, so did you turn those people on to the American Cancer Society? Were they able to help you find a resource for them? Yes, they did. So there was plenty of um, gods out there, free gods, to help you find those um, those groups. And each group that you go to, you will find, you will get more information from each group. And, you know, it just, it's like a, um, you know, it's, it's it's like a road map. Every, you know, it just takes you a little bit further, a little bit further mm-hmm. until someday we'll all connect, you know. <laughs> so that would be a, a great thing. And someday we won't hear those words, you have cancer, or you won't fear the words that you have cancer. If you're just joining us, I'm Anna Marie, and this is Focus, and we're talking with Debbie Mitchell, one of the Faces of Hope for this year's American Cancer Society's Making Strides Against Breast Cancer. And she's been telling us about the resources that she was turned on to and she was able to turn other people on to, uh, the caregivers, for example, who needed help. through, And they got that through the American Cancer Society. That is correct. What I'm saying is contact American Cancer Society. You can go online. You can contact your local office, whatever support group or information that you're looking for they will get it for you if they don't already have it they will get it for you Mm -hmm. and once you get those support groups um, or whatever information you are needing um, if you're not comfortable doing that talk to your doctors they have the information it can help you too what was one of the most challenging parts of your journey to go from hearing that diagnosis to going into being cancer-free and now a 10-year survivor? Going into it, it was very hard because you you were blind. It's like being blindsided. You don't know what's next. And you don't have time to necessarily think about all 
of your choices. So you just kind of, you know, you're winging it and you have to put your your heart into and your trust into your medical team. So you've maybe just met. Yes, you met, you know, it's not like you get a doctor, you get a team, you know, you, you have your, your doctor, you have your surgeon, you have your oncologist, and then you have all of the nursing staff all at the same time. And everybody's asking you all these questions. You're going, I have no idea. You know, it's like deer in the headlight feeling. And it's just like, okay, let me get through this. It's one day at a time. But then as that journey goes on, you learn. I'm not the only woman who has cancer. It was, to say the least, enlightening to be in treatment with women who have your have the same diagnosis. You get, they're so far into their journey. They shared with me everything that was going to happen. Yeah. You know, maybe happen, maybe not, but look out for these things. And it was, it was encouraging. Then when I, like I said, when I met American Cancer Society and got with them, it just opened up a whole nother room for me, you know, and then to meet people and to find out every year there's more and more women. But the sad thing is more and more women, they're younger. They're, you know. I was 53 when I was diagnosed. These women today are, they're in their 20s and their 30s. I can't hardly bear that. You know, it's just too young. And why? You know, so I felt like I lived a good life. And you got these young women who are wanting to start a family. And they've been, they've been slapped with, you have cancer. So they've got to start a whole new journey before they've even started their families. Mm-hmm. So to me, I like to give back and say, you know, I'm glad you made this choice, you know, or you made that choice. It was right for you at the time where many women I have dealt with and had hands on make those hard decisions not to have children because they were afraid. You know, and I don't want women to be afraid. Just I want them to be educated. I want um, I want more people to be educated, not just not just the people with cancer or a survivor. I want everybody to be educated. I want our government to be educated to me. Like you have to wait to your 40 to get a mammogram going that should change. You know, I think 20 or 25, it should be the golden age to start mammograms, not 40. Mm-hmm. You know, by then it could be too late, you know, and, and that's what's happening today. So I meet these people, we talk about it, and it's like, okay, now we've got to start a new group. <laughs> we have to go, we have to start a campaign, figure out how do we go and get this through government you know, through the medical fields to go and change the age, you know, have people, how do we do that? You know, so if you, if you know, let me know, <laughs> you know, cause I want to help. I think you've taken the first step. You're speaking out, you're bringing it to people's attention. 
that, I mean, we've mentioned it before uh, on the radio station, for example, but the fact that so many people when they're young are diagnosed with breast cancer. And often it's because they found something themselves. And we've had stories of women who say, well, I was going on vacation and I felt a lump and I called my doctor and they said, go ahead. It's probably okay because you're so young. And then the person said, no, I feel like something is wrong let's follow up vacation or not and found out that it was an aggressive form of breast cancer. Yes. So we have to be advocates. You have to speak. You out. have to be your own advocate. You you have to. You have to take your your health. You have to be in charge mm-hmm. of it. You know, if you go, if you find a lump and your doctor just kind of just, you know, don't worry about it. You're too young. Don't take that as the only answer. Get a second opinion. Get a third opinion if that's what it takes. Mm -hmm. Just do it, you know, because no one's going to do it for you. So that's what, I'm, you know, me and other ladies are here to tell tell you. Be your own advocate, you know, push back. And to support you in trusting your instincts. Yes, you got to trust your instincts. You just have to, you know, um, like I said, the first step is, learning to do your own self-examination if you don't know how ask your doctors will be happy to show you inform you you know it takes a few seconds once a month Mm -hmm. you know that's all that's all it takes so do it Mm -hmm. you know I, i hear so many women just they don't know where to start you know well that's that's where you start and so pass it along, you know, don't be ashamed to not to touch yourself or find out or ask the doctor a question. Is this supposed to feel this way? That's correct. I had to do that. I think I said, I think I have bumps all the time. Yeah. You know, well, what they call fatty tissue. Yes. So, you know, some of us are prone to having um, your cyst or fatty tissue nodules, yeah. you know, but they can feel the same. The very same as finding a lump mm-hmm. and it be cancerous. So it's really better to go find out, get a bot, see if that's what it takes. You know, you will absolutely feel much better in your life going, mm-hmm. knowing that, whew, I, you know, got through that one. You know, yeah. it wasn't cancer, but you would also feel going, I found it early, you know, and I survived. You know, that's that's ultimately what we want to hear. Our goal. I found it early. And I survived. So, you know, um, it's it's a wonderful feeling. And like I said, um, I celebrate every day, every year when I hit that milestone. And then this year being 10 years means a whole lot to me. And to me, you know, it's my birthday, you know, so we're all going to celebrate my birthday, mm-hmm. you know. So I want people to come out, join us on October the 15th for making strides against breast cancer and you because mm-hmm. um, we'll be I'm telling you it's a party that you have never seen it's you know the sea of pink mm-hmm. you know the power of pink it's there you don't meet a stranger not one stranger oh I know it's a big hug day isn't it it is a big hug day cry day laugh day it's it's just it's amazing yeah. so you know I asked come out you know, come out, meet me, 
join me. Mm-hmm. You know, I'll be glad to talk with you. Excellent. So, thank you very much. Thank you. We're going to post links to the American Cancer Society and other resources for help on our Focus Facebook page. Make sure you join us again next week. I'm Anna Marie, and that's Focus. <laughs>